Welcome to another episode of Preferred Walk-On, a PFF college football show. I'm your host, Max Chadwick. On the show, we interview some of the biggest stars in the sport. And next up is Penn State offensive tackle Olu Fashano, who I interviewed back in March. He's my number two offensive tackle in college football, trailing only Notre Dame's Joe Alt, who I also interviewed. And Fashano is the number one offensive tackle in the 2024 NFL Draft. According to PFF's draft analyst Trevor Sikama and Connor Rogers, they also said he would have been the top offensive tackle in the 2023 draft if he declared, but he didn't. He came back to Penn State for his redshirt junior season. As always, check out the feature article on Olufashanu over at pff.com. And if you want to watch the interview, check out our YouTube. Just search Preferred Walk-On. Major thank you to Dave Sofaro. Sets up every single one of these interviews. Got plenty more coming, so make sure you subscribe to the channel. But without further ado, here he is. Penn State offensive tackle, Olufashanu. I was reading up on you, and the most amazing thing about you, in my opinion, was that you didn't play football until your freshman year of high school. You went to Gonzaga College High School at Powerhouse in D.C., attending to play basketball. Can you kind of go into that story of how that you were persuaded to maybe give football a try? Yeah, no, for sure. So, yeah, all my life I always played basketball. That was just, like, my first sport. And, um, like, as I got older, like, I didn't really like it too much. Like, I was just, like, the I was just like the bigger, the bigger center. Like, uh, have, like, a little bit of, like, a thicker build. So, like, I was really just there for like rebounds and just playing defense. And I mean, I was I'm all I was all cool with it, but like I just didn't really enjoy it that much. Then my freshman year of high school, I decided to try out football as a means to just like condition myself for the basketball season, like later in the winter. And while I was playing, I just enjoyed it a lot more. So I just told my parents, I was like, yeah, I mean, I didn't really I, I didn't enjoy basketball as much as I did with football. And I really feel like I could like potentially do something more with football that code basketball so I just want to give all my folks to football and my parents were cool with it and yeah uh, man is it, is it true that your high school football coach kind of just threw pads and a helmet at you your freshman year and was like hey come on try for the football team and that's, that's why uh, yeah like some somewhat like uh <laughs> it was kind of like the it was like a day or two before our first classes and like it was like a freshman orientation and there is um there's like a barbecue uh, just like after it and like there's just like a there's like a table it's like a football sign-up sheet I know it sounds like a little cliche but like I just like went over there and they're just like what like you don't play football it's like nah I just play basketball and they're just like it just like come out the next day just like give it a try you know and it just went up from there it, it worked out from there for sure man so yeah. Uh, you you have been, you know, used to your whole life, basically, you've been protecting elite quarterbacks. You know, in high school, you protected eventual Heisman Trophy winner Caleb Williams. I talked to you, talked to him, he had nothing but high praise to say about you. Oh, what awesome. is your relationship like with Caleb? And did you kind of know that he would be, you know, where he is now? Yeah, no, my relationship with Caleb's great. He's an awesome guy, completely down to earth. I mean, in high school, like, there there have been so many times where, like, after games, like, he would just take care of the whole line and just, like, get us like meals just for like protecting him and stuff like that so I mean that's definitely you definitely want a quarterback like that who definitely like appreciates the O-line because I mean Caleb like understands that like even though like he's getting all the love and that we weren't getting like nearly as much as him like he he still like he still understood like how much like us just like protecting him like meant to him so like he he went out of his way like he certainly didn't need to do any of that but like he just did and that just shows the type of guy he was and I mean 
uh, talking about like his just like his football talent. I mean, it, honestly, like it sounds crazy, but it's really no surprise that he he was a Heisman Trophy winner. I mean, the the stuff he did in high school was like incredible. I mean, he he's the type of player to just make something out of nothing, and I mean, he's still doing that to this day. So I mean. Obviously, like it's awesome that he won it, but I wasn't really that surprised to see it. So, have you guys talked about it yet? How he might be, you know, the number one pick in next year's draft? You look like a potential top five pick yourself. Has it kind of hit both of you? Like, wow, this guy that I was playing with in high school, now all of a sudden we're talked about as maybe two top five picks. <laughs> yeah, like a, like a little bit. I mean, I try not to focus too much on it, but I know my high school coach has been talking about it too. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's a pretty good recruiting pitch for guys going to that high school. <laughs> hey, we might have two top five picks coming out. So what yeah. made you – you were recruited, you know, pretty highly by a lot of schools. What made you decide on Penn State coming to high school? Yeah, so um, recruiting-wise, like, my top three was Penn State, Michigan, and Ohio State. And um, I'd say what separated Penn State from all of them, it was just a combination of the location. So I'm from Maryland and um pennsylvania or at least like state college is about like three and a half hours from where i live so like it's like not too far but just like far enough or like you know my parents aren't expecting me to like come home every weekend and do chores stuff like that so it was with that then also i just loved like my visits like every time i went there i just felt at home it was always just a good time with coach franklin and his staff it was it was just really good then the last reason was just like how much um they stressed academics, which was really big to my parents and I. So it was just a combination of those three. So you registered your whole freshman year. Then you spent most of the following year on the bench, too. What were you focusing on during then? And obviously your first start was against Arkansas in the bowl game. and You dominated yeah. that game. How ready for you were you for that opportunity? And what were you kind of focusing on in those two years? I mean, there wasn't really like a specific focus. I mean... I don't really think there's like such thing as a perfect player. Like there's always something to work on. So, I mean, just never getting complacent and always just finding like little, little areas and details to work on. Cause again, like even still to this day, like I still have a lot of stuff to work on in my pass protection and my run blocking. So I think just like, as long as I'm just like, coach Franklin likes to talk about getting 1% better every day. And um, same with the coach Troutwine. And I mean, that's something that I really just try to work on just, Again, finding something to get better at and just focusing on that for that certain day and just just keep on having that mentality of just never being complacent. Man, it's kind of scary that you think that you can improve on your pass protection because we, you know, at PFF, man, we you think you're one of the best pass protectors, if not the best in the country. Thank you. What do you kind of like try to do in pass protection? And obviously your, your basketball background seems to have helped you. Obviously your footwork is, is phenomenal. You're really smooth there. Like, what are you kind of looking at from a defensive line standpoint when you're about to be in pass protection? And like, what are you trying to focus on when you're in pass pro? Yeah. So um, season wise, a huge thing is personnel, just like looking at my matchups and who I'm going against and just trying to like figure out the type of trying to figure out the type of guy that um, I'm going against. And um I would say, like, in general, for me, like, when pass protecting, at least, like, pre-snap, I like to look at his alignment just to see, like, if he's, like, if he's at, like, a normal alignment, if he's or a lot tighter than he should be, if I'm, like, expecting him to slant in or if he's just, like, really wide. And, like, that just – that determines the type of set I'm going to take. So, I mean, really, it is, like, like, going into a rep, like, just, like, seeing their alignment is a really big part into it. Then – 
when the actual rep is going on like it kind of I kind of want to just like feel it out after my first set if I feel like he's going to bull me then I know I, can, I know that I need to get my hands up and under so I can raise him and I can anchor but if he's just trying to get my edge I could just use like independent hands and just uh like stab his um upper pad or different things like that so I mean it's all different every set or every set's going to be different no set's ever the same so yeah, for sure. Uh, so I was talking to Greg beforehand. I mentioned, you know, how I am, you know, a reporter for PFF for all of college football, but I've grown yes. up a huge Penn State fan my entire life. Really? Okay. And, yeah, I have been, man. And listen, the Rose Bowl win was probably the biggest win of the season. But for, for me and for a lot of Penn State fans, one of the other biggest wins of the season was you coming back. Oh. We did not expect that. We we were like, that was a top 20 pick and all that. Uh, what made you say, you know what, I know I might be a first round pick, but I want to run it back for another year. And and when did you kind of know that you want to come back for another year? Yeah. So um, it was probably like later on throughout the season when I made that decision. And um, I mean, there are a lot of, there are a lot of reasons for wanting to come back. Um, main i'd say like the main two ones being that um so i could graduate in the summer and i could start my master's degree then in the fall then also i mean just with how last season went i mean it was a it was a great season and um obviously like i loved how like we finished it off with winning the rose bowl but not only myself but like the entire team knows that we can go much farther than the rose bowl so i mean getting another opportunity to run it back in and just get back out there with the guys and just get back to work. Cause again, like the Rose Bowl was great, but we all have bigger aspirations than that. Yeah, for sure. So you mentioned before like, you, you want to earn your, your master's, like how, just how important is your education to you? And has that kind of been instilled by your parents for all, throughout your entire life? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Education. I mean, in this, in this like situation, I mean, I, I like, I like to think about it like when I was in high school and, I was getting again like scholarships and everything. I mean, my parents made made sure to tell me that like even though like I'm going to school for free like to play football, but like I'm also getting I'm also going there to get a free degree. And I mean that's always something that I've wanted to do just for myself and for my parents because my parents they've sacrificed so much to help me get to where I'm at today. So if I could go out there not only graduate, get my undergrad, but also get my master's, I mean, I feel like I. <laughs> And then you know. be a first round pick. Yeah. <laughs> that would be pretty that'd be pretty good, man. So all right, listen, after your your playing career is done, after you, you put on the gold jacket and the NFL Hall of Famer, how are you gonna use that degree and, and what would you want to go into at, in life after football? So I mean, with supply chain, it's it's extremely broad. I mean, every company has a supply chain. So I haven't really thought like too much into it, but I mean, ideally I'd I'd want to get into like the like the um pharmaceutical sector so like maybe working with like johnson and johnson or something like that but i haven't really taken too much thought into it because again it's it's like supply chain is so broad it's almost a little bit too broad so but i mean it's a good thing and a bad thing so so we were mentioning before uh, greg was saying how you should be a shoe in for the campbell trophy which recognizes not only the top college football player but also a guy who excels in the classroom and is that kind of a goal of yours is to be recognized as not only the top one of the top athletes in college football, but one of the top student athletes as well. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely say it's a goal of mine, but I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, I, I like to I like to keep it simple and just like and just like think of it, think of like the short term goals. Don't like think like too long ahead. Don't like think like too far away, and just like stay in the moment because again, like 
I don't know. I've I've kind of had a I've kind of had experiences of like thinking like too far in the future and it's backtracked. So I mean, I'm just thinking about every day, just staying in the moment, staying present. And I mean, obviously, like I'd I'd want to be recognized for it, but I mean, as long as I just like keep my grades up and just help the team win, I mean, I'll be I'll be happy as ever. So. So there's actually uh, Greg was telling me uh, he saw Phil Troutwine in the hallway and Phil said to him, he's like, what do we got to do to get Olu the Outland trophy so that you could get the Campbell trophy, the Outland trophy? Do you think, man, do you think that you're the best offensive tackle in college football heading into this year? Do I think I mean, personally, yes. I mean, I think I think any tackle should say that. Like, I mean, any starting tackle should believe that they're the best tackle. I mean, I'd hope I'd hope my starting right tackle would also think he's the best tackle in college football. But I mean, again, like I try not to think too much about the accolades because, again, like I don't want to think too long term ahead. And um, something that Coach Franklin told me uh, in a meeting my freshman year has really stuck with me is that um, like if you if you just focus on the team goals, then individual goals will follow soon after. So, I mean, and like I've really I really like I really like that quote because, again, it's just teaching you to not like get too carried away with yourself and to just like focus on the team. And again, that's just something I don't know. I feel like at least in this setting and like how everything is with NIO today, like the team is everything. I mean, you can't get too carried away with yourself. So. Absolutely. All right. One more question about the future, man, because I know I know you don't like talking about that too much, but uh, the 2024 NFL draft, obviously, you know, when you declined the 2023 one, you you probably had your eyes a little bit on the 2024. Are you already kind of thinking about, man, I only got one more year of college. Like, I could play one more year of college football and then I might be fulfilling my lifelong dream playing the NFL. I like, yes, but again, like, I, I'm really, I'm really not thinking about that. Like, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know. If that's oh, like, I, I love that. like, I'm just, I'm just being honest. Like, I'm really not thinking about it right now. I mean, right now I'm just thinking about spring ball and like how I can get better and just like how the whole team can get better. Cause I mean, right now we've had a really good spring so far. So it's just like stacking on days and just never getting complacent right now. So like again, I'm like I'm sorry. Like I'm really, I'm really not thinking about the draft at all. So I mean, except for this draft and just like where my where my teammates from last year are going to get drafted, I'm really just worried about spring ball and school right now. So and that's that's the perfect mindset, man. So don't don't feel bad about that at all because that's the perfect mindset to have. So you mentioned like how you're trying to improve, but like what do you think in your game helps you stand out from maybe other office tackles around college football? Um, I mean. I would say just um, it makes me stand out. Probably, I like to say that my attention to detail going into game days has, has helped me a lot, especially last year with my first year, like like playing significantly and like just like watching watching film on my opponents and just like trying to pick up on their tendencies. I knew, like for example, um, when we played Auburn, I knew that. Um, the DN I was going against Derek Hall, like he's like he has a really good like power profile and like he likes to he likes to use his power. He likes to bull. He likes to long arm and and work other moves like around it. And that's something I picked on. I picked up on very quickly. And same with just other other opponents. So I think like my attention to detail going into a game week, trying to figure out what my opponent does, what are their strengths, what are their weaknesses, and how that and how I can apply that. Uh, how I can apply that to myself for that given week. I think that sets me apart. So 
you know, imagine say I'm, you know, a general manager or even like a fan saying, okay, Olu, like show me a play from a game or even show me an entire game. Like, what do you feel like after your, a game is over? Like, do you feel like, oh, that was the best game I've had so far this year? Is there a specific play or a specific game? You're like, oh, I, I'm better than everyone out here right now. Like, you mean like a, just like a game where yeah, I, is there, is there a game that you'd point to where you think, oh, wow, that was probably the most dominant I've ever been. Um, I mean, I would probably say, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of hard. Cause like, I'm kind of, I'm kind of hard on myself. So like most games, like most games, like, I mean, if we were winning, like, I'm not really like too concerned on how I played, but like, if we, if we lose, like I'm pretty hard on myself. So, I mean, I guess the, the game, I, this is this kind of hard one. I never really, never really thought about this. Um, I guess I think I think I did really well at the Purdue game. I mean, I think that was the I think that was a game where like there are like very few plays where like I there are like very few plays where I didn't like where I didn't like completely like like miss or anything like that. I like get a get a minus on so I think I think the Purdue game like the first like the first start of the season I think that I, I guess I'd go with that one honestly because yeah, that's, that's you, that was what I was gonna say too I think you were very dominant that game but so man you, you've only played football for seven years now and you're this good already do you feel like there's still so much room for you to grow in your game oh one 100 percent uh I know I know there's still there's still so much that I can get better on and I mean I gotta I gotta give a lot of credit to the coaching staff and my teammates because again, like I like me myself, like I I try really hard not to stay complacent. But I mean, uh, Coach Trotwine and the coaching staff. I mean, like again, any like they're not the type of people to like just like let anything slide. So like if if I mess up at all during practice, like even like on the field, they'll tell me, and like in the meeting room, like they'll make sure that like. I know what I'm, I messed up on and like they'll give me a ton of advice on like how I can improve on it. And um, again, like that's that definitely helps with the mindset of just getting better, because, again, in my opinion, I don't think there's a, a perfect football player and I know I can get better in both my pass and run blocking. So. Yeah, for sure. So how I, I think, you know, something that could take you to the stratosphere is like maybe uh, the run block. How are you trying to improve maybe as a run blocker this mm-hmm. upcoming yeah, um, with my run blocking, it's most mostly um, like well, for one, just just like before, like getting into like specifics. I need to I need to uh, do better finishing, just like in general, uh, just finishing blocks in general, and um, just like understanding angles and leverage. So like if we have like a combo block, like taking like the certain steps um, properly and like opening up my hips properly to like engage in the, in the combo block just to drive our guy or like different things like that. I mean, with, um, with my run game, that's definitely, I definitely want to put more of an emphasis on improving that for next season than pass protection. But I mean, obviously like it's, it's probably a pretty, it's probably like a pretty close split still anyways, yeah. but, um, but yeah, no, definitely, I definitely want to improve a lot more on my run blocking. And and this spring, I definitely think I I've improved a lot. And um, again, just all the credit in the world to Coach Trout and my teammates just for again never, never letting me get complacent and just giving me any advice whenever I have any questions or stuff like that. 
Yeah, for sure, man. There's a few more questions, I promise. But are there any offensive tackles maybe in the NFL that you kind of model your game after and you look at them and compare yourself to them a little bit? Um, so model like model my game after, I'd probably say or well, first I'll say like my favorite, my favorite tackle is uh, Andrew Thomas mm. on the on the Giants. I, I I think he's a monster. Like he's like just like looking at the jump he made from his rookie year to his second year and just then on it's been like crazy and i i think he's the best tackle in in the league that's just my my personal opinion i think he's the best tackle then um someone like i've like modeled my game after i've i probably say um like watching watching the tackles last year i've kind of seen like my pass protection a, a lot similar to like charles cross someone who like he gets bold a lot, so like he he's really good in getting his hands up and under and just anchoring. And I think that's something I did well last year. So I guess if I had to choose like a tackle, I'd model my game after it'd probably be Charles Cross right now. So it, it, out of the D linemen that you face, you face a lot of great ones so far in your career. Yeah. Who are the best ones that you think you face? Are there any D linemen this upcoming season that you're excited to go up against this upcoming year? Okay, um, the best the best D line. I've got against is honestly ours. Ours is insane. I mean, with a chop and uh, with Chop Robinson and Adisa Isaac denied Dennis Sutton, Amin Vanover, like all of those guys are just crazy. Like, but in, like the best way possible. I mean, I'd say uh, last season my the guy that gave me the most uh, problems was definitely um, Thomas Incum, who is the um, he's the DN from Central Michigan. I think like he did a really good job against me. So I definitely say that. Then um if there's a D line I'm looking forward to going against next year. I mean, obviously like we have a lot of big games next year, but um I'm excited to go against the the West Virginia defensive line first just to start it off, just to send a message out to the whole country just to show the type of just to show what type of offensive line we're gonna be this year. So definitely have that on my calendar for the first game of the year. Love that, man. So what are your goals both personally and for the Penn State and the Lions this upcoming season? Mm. I mean, personal personal goals. Uh, oh, oh, you mean like football-wise? You don't, you don't just well, Whatever, that. man. What, uh, you can give I me mean, yeah. I mean, I know how important school is to you, too. So yeah, whatever. I mean, personal goals. I mean, obviously, I want to just – I want to graduate in the summer and start my master's in the fall. Then just goals in general. I, I want I want the Big Ten championship. Like I want that. I want that. I need it. <laughs> so Big Ten championship. Then right after that, I, I want a national championship badly. So <laughs> just just those two. Those are the two main goals. And I mean, I'm 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 ready to do anything possible. And I know every single guy next to me. They're all ready to do the same thing too. So it should be a fun year. That should be an awesome year if that well, that could happen, man. But sure. last question I just want to ask you. So obviously, you know, you, you have a new quarterback this year, Drew Aller. Mm -hmm. uh, but you also had, you know, Sean Clifford for the last few years as well. So what have you, you know, what's your relationship like both with Sean? And then how excited are you for Drew Aller? And, and how good do you think Drew Aller could actually be for Penn State? Yeah, um, well, starting with Sean, I mean, Sean, Sean was awesome. I mean, he was definitely the – like since I've been in college, he's the best leader that I've ever been around with, like in person, like not talking to not not counting the coach. Uh, the amount of adversity he's gone through has been crazy. And he's 
and he's took everything up the chin and just kept moving. And that's something I really admired from him. And just the type of guy he is, he's just super down to earth, great guy, extremely humble. And I mean, he was just awesome the whole year. Uh, I, like I was, I was lucky and I was lucky enough to block his blind side. And um, he's been great. And Drew is honestly just the same. I mean, obviously he's a lot younger, but he's also very, very good guy. He's one of my closer friends on the team. And um, I think he's going to do great. I mean, the sky's the limit for him. I mean, I don't know. It's very, I think it's very, it's very rare to see someone as young as him, like work as hard as he does. I mean, every, every off day, I mean, every, every day, every single day, whether it's a day that, we uh, have practice a lift or it's just a genuine off day because I mean I go in the facility every off day just to do some work but he's right there with me like whether he's in the whether he's in the quarterback meeting room watching film or he's in the quarterback lab which is just uh it's just like a little like turf area for the quarterbacks or just like in a stretch in or stuff like that so I think he's going to do great this year and I can't wait to protect his bonsai too.